was sick. If you hadn't heard, he got a cold. Even on his birthday, he was mm-hmm. sick on his birthday. Man, it can't be any worse than that, can it, to have the snivels and be in bed? But he got his favorite supper and everything. I think he's okay. Supposedly he's on the mend, but we have a little bit different service today because he's not here. We're going to do a little bit more music. We are going to actually just read the Word of God uh, We're going to take the book of Colossians and read that later on this morning. And we are going to worship together, even if it's just the four or five or six or eight of us, where two or three are gathered, he's there in the midst, Mm -hmm. and your smiling faces are encouraging me, so I'm happy to be here. So would you stand with me if you can, and we'll start to service with prayer and with a couple of songs. Father, we do thank you for this morning. It's a a pretty day. It may be cloudy. It may be a little cool. But this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And it says, I was glad when they said unto me, let's go into the house of the Lord. We come with um, singing in our hearts. We come with joy and thanksgiving for what you've given us, especially this last Sunday before our nation celebrates Thanksgiving. I just pray that you would help us to have the right kind of heart. Not a thanksgiving for all the things we have, although those are great and we recognize that they're gifts from you. But concentrate on what we have in Jesus Christ. To be thankful for each and every blessing that you just lavish on us because you love us. Help us as we sing these songs and we sing to you that it would stir our hearts to remember just how much we have in Jesus, how amazing it is that you would care enough to come and die and pay for our sins, to give your spirit to live in us, to give us the opportunity to serve you here, and one day to come back and get us so we can be with you forever. Amazing, amazing how much you love us. Thank you for that and help us to be thankful this morning for all we have in Christ's name. Amen. So we're going to start with, I I chose hymns this week that would all remind us of being thankful. Thankful for all we have in Christ. Thankful for all we have here on this earth that he's blessed us with. First song is Count Your Blessings. And as you sit down at night, I don't know if you have this habit or not, but a lot of times I look over the day and I think about, wow, what did God do for me today? To look at the blessings. As they go along in the day when I recognize something he's given me, I say thank you out loud. But God doesn't want us just coming to him and saying, thank you for all the great blessings you gave me today. He says, do you have any specifics in mind? He wants us to count our blessings, to name them one by one, and think about all the Lord has done. Upon life's billows you are tempest-tossed When you are discouraged thinking all is lost Count your many blessings, name them one by one 
will surprise you what the Lord has done. Count your blessings, name them, Make one, them one by one. Count your blessings, see what, see God, what God has done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God has done. Are you ever burdened with a load of care? Does the cross seem heavy you are called to bear? Count your many blessings, every doubt will fly. And you will be singing as the days go by. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God has done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God has done. When you look at others with their lands of gold, think that Christ has promised you his wealth untold. Count your many blessings money cannot buy. Your reward in heaven nor your home on high. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God hath done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God hath done. So amid the conflict, whether great or small, do not be discouraged, God is over all. Count your many blessings, angels will attend. Help and comfort give you to your journey's end. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Your blessings, see what God has done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God has done. I'll just sing that third verse, and it's talking about counting the blessings that you can't see here on earth. You know, what God has given us. It reminds me, I was just thinking, you know, maybe I'll. Ride down Bayshore today and look at all them multi-million dollar houses on the water down there and think, you know what? I got me a mansion and it ain't here. It's going <laughs> to be a lot right. prettier than any of them. <laughs> they just wish they had a mansion like we're going to have in God's heaven. All right, I'm forever grateful. Ever grateful for what Christ has done that he was willing to clothe himself in humanity and come for us, to die for us. I'm forever grateful. You did not wait for me to draw near to you but you clothe yourself in frail humanity You did not wait for me to cry out to you But you let me hear your voice calling 
to you I'm forever grateful for the cross I'm forever grateful to you that you came to seek and save the lost you did not wait for me to draw near to you but you clothe yourself in frail humanity you did not wait for me to cry out to you but you let me hear your voice calling me and i'm forever grateful to you i'm forever grateful Jesus Christ for is the forgiveness of sins. If it were not for his death on the cross, his being willing to shed his blood, we would be forever in our sins and ever separated from God. But every sin in our life we ever have committed or ever will commit was paid for by that blood. And as we sin against him and we recognize we've messed up, as Christians, he promises us in First John, we have the ability to come to him and just ask for forgiveness, to recognize we failed, to admit we were wrong, to say we're sorry, ask him to forgive, and he's faithful and just to cleanse us from every sin. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of the Son, Jesus Christ, cleanses us from all of our sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. The truth is not in us. If we confess our sin, He is faithful to forgive and to cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. If we walk in the light as He is in the light, 
we have fellowship with one another and the blood of his son jesus christ cleanses us from all of our sin if we say we have no sin we deceive ourselves the truth is not in us if we confess our sin he is faithful to forgive and to cleanse us from all our unrighteousness if we confess our sin he is faithful to forgive and to cleanse us from all our unrighteousness Got a special that I would like to do, one that God gave me, um, recognizing that I need to be a thankful person. It's easy to look at things going on in my life and be grumbly or not happy with the way things are, are, are going. And for me to think that I want to tell God how to do things... <laughs> is really pretty foolish. And to not thank him for everything, uh, things that I look at as not pleasant are things in the, that he's still using in my life and that he desires to for me to be thankful in. Regardless of how I'm viewing them, I need to recognize that his hand is on my life and everything he sends my way is something I need to be thankful for. The uh, One of the verses in here talks about um, the famous story where Jesus was walking and a group of ten lepers saw him coming. And they were, please, please, you know, save us. Make us whole. And Jesus says, go show yourselves to the priest and, you, and you'll be healed. And they started running on their way, and they they looked at their skin as they're running, and they were changed instantly, healed of, of leprosy, that awful disease that was eating away at them. And one of them, one out of ten, <laughs> that's not a very good percentage, one out of ten came back and kneeled it to, to Jesus and says, Thank you, thank you, thank you. And Jesus said, Where's the other nine? And I don't want to be one of the other nine. <laughs> I want to be the one that comes back and always says thank you, Jesus, for what he's done. Can't believe how blessed I am, how much God's given me. A 
myriad of things on earth for an eternity. You think I would be overwhelmed, instead I have the nerve to act like God is giving me the things that I deserve. I need to be thankful, I need to be thankful. I shouldn't assume because He knows my heart, He doesn't need to hear. I need to say the word out loud so it can be heard. I need to say thank you, my Father. The Bible tells about ten men plagued by leprosy. These outcasts cried to Jesus as He came through Galilee. All were healed and went away, rejoicing as they ran. Only one returned to kneel and thank the Son of Man. They should have been grateful, they should have been thankful. They shouldn't assume because He knows their hearts. They didn't need to hear, they needed to say the word out loud so it could be heard. They needed to say, Thank you, our Father. Sometimes things don't go my way and life seems hard to bear. Our thoughts on things we do not have are heart weighed down with care. Instead, we should be thinking of our Father's boundless love, rejoicing in His lavish gifts sent down from up above. We need to be grateful. We need to be thankful soon because he knows our hearts he doesn't need to hear we need to say the word out loud so it can be heard we need to say thank you our father we need to be grateful we need to be thankful we shouldn't assume because he knows our hearts he doesn't need to hear we need to say the word so it can be heard. We need to say, Thank you, our Father. We need to say, Thank you, our Father. We need to say, Thank you, our Father. As I said, because the pastor isn't here, we're going to have uh, let the word preach itself. So this morning we're going to have a couple of scripture readings. We'll want to do a what we call a responsive reading. If you grew up in the uh, Baptist church, you're probably aware of what that is. We used to have um, readings in the back of the hymnal that were taken from scripture and... Uh, We'd have a moderator, someone who would read part of it, and then there was a response by the congregation. And in the Old Testament, um, there is such a thing. David wrote one of his psalms, I think, to be a responsive reading. And as the children of Israel could gather, they could read this psalm, 
and say out loud, (laughs) his mercy endures forever, recognizing what God has done for us. So if you take the Bible in front of you in the hymnal, um, in front of you in the uh, pew, or if you brought a Bible, turn to Psalm 136. We're going to read uh, the entirety of the psalm, and we're going to read it as a responsive reading. So I will read the first part of the verse, and each verse ends with a phrase, for his mercy endures forever. So as I read uh, what God has done, you will respond to me with his mercy endures forever. Psalm 136, are we ready? Here we go. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of gods. His mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords. His mercy endures forever. To him who alone does great wonders. For his mercy endures forever. To him who by wisdom made the heavens. To him who laid out the earth above the waters. His mercy endures forever. To him who made great lights. His mercy endures forever. The sun to rule by day. His mercy endures forever. The moon and the stars to rule by night. His mercy endures forever. To him who struck Egypt in their firstborn. And brought out Israel from among them. With a strong hand and an outstretched arm. To him who divided the Red Sea in two. And made Israel pass through the midst of it. But overthrew Pharaoh and his army in the Red Sea. To him who led his people through the wilderness. To him who struck down great kings. And slew famous kings. Sion, king of the Amorites. And Og, king of Basham. And he gave their land as an heritage. A heritage to Israel, his servant. Who remembered us in our lowly state. And he rescued us from our enemies. Who gives food to all flesh. Oh, give thanks to the God of heaven. Amen. We've also got this morning for, I guess, to me, this is probably the way they did it in the original church when they got started. Uh, They would meet together and they found out the Apostle Paul had sent them a letter, an epistle. (laughs) And so the church gathered together. And they would read that epistle out loud so everybody could hear the message of what God wanted to say to them. 
And so this morning, we're going to do that as well. We're going to read the book of Colossians out out loud. So I guess you can pretend like you're the church of Colossae, and we'll be the messengers of Paul, and we will bring the book of Colossians and read that to you. So Jeff, uh, Bruce, and myself will read all four chapters. You're welcome to open your Bible and read with us or just hear the Word of God. Good morning. Uh, I'm going to start off with the first chapter of Colossians, starting at the first verse. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ who are at Colossae, Great to, grace to you and peace from God our Father. We give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love which you have for all the saints, because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of which you previously heard in the word of truth, the gospel, which has come to you just As in all the world, also, it is constantly bearing fruit and increasing, even as it has been doing in you also since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God in truth. Just as you learned it from Epaphras, our beloved fellow bondservant, who is a faithful servant of Christ on our behalf, and he also informed us of your love in the Spirit. For this reason also, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthened with all power, according to his glorious might, for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience, joyously giving thanks to the Father, who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. For he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, And in him, all things hold together. He is also head of the body, the church. And he is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he himself will come to have first place in everything. For it was the Father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in him, and through him to reconcile all things to himself, having made peace through the blood of his cross 
through him, I say, whether things on earth or things in heaven. And although you are formerly alienated and hostile in mind, engaged in evil deeds, yet he has now reconciled you in his fleshly body through death in order to present you before him holy and blameless and beyond reproach. If indeed you continue in the faith firmly established and steadfast and not moved away from the hope which was proclaimed in all creation under heaven in which I, Paul, was made a minister. Now I rejoice in my suffering for your sake and in my flesh I do my share on behalf of his body, which is the church, in filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions. Of this church, I was made a minister according to the stewardship from God, bestowed on me for your benefit, so that I may fully carry out the preaching of the word of God. That is, the mystery which has been hidden from the past ages, and generations, but has now been manifested in his saints, to whom God willed to make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. We proclaim him, admonishing every man and teaching every man with all wisdom, so that he may present every man complete in Christ. For this purpose also I labor, striving according to his power, which mightily works within me. Chapter 2, for I want you to know how greatly I strive for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who have not seen my face, that their hearts may be encouraged as they are knit together in love to have all the riches of assured understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery of Christ in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I say this in order that no one may delude you with beguiling speech, for though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the firmness of your faith in Christ. As therefore you received Christ, Jesus the Lord, so live in him, rooted and built in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one makes a prey of you by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the universe, and not according to Christ. For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have come to fullness of life in him, who is the head of all rule and authority. In him also you were circumcised, with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of flesh in the circumcision of Christ. And you were buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the working of God, 
who raised him from the dead, and you who were dead in trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses, having canceled the bond which stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the principalities and the powers and made a public example of them, triumphing over them in him. Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in question of food and drink or with regard to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath. These are only a shadow of what is to come. But the, circum- the substance belongs to Christ. Let no one disqualify you, insisting on self-abasement and worship of angels, taking his stand on visions puffed up without reason by his sensuous mind, and not holding fast to the head from whom the whole body, nourished and knit together through its joints and ligaments, grows with a growth that is from God. If with Christ you die to the elemental spirits of the universe, why do you live as if you still belong to the world? Why do you submit to regulations? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, referring to things which are all perish as they are are used. According to the human precepts and doctrines, these have indeed an appearance of wisdom in promoting rigor of devotion and self-abasement and severity to the body, but they are of no value in checking the indulgence of the flesh. Chapter 3. If then you have been raised raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In, in these, you once walked when you lived in them, but now put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and foul talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old nature with its practices and have put on the new nature, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there cannot be Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free man, but Christ is all and in all. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassion, kindness, lowliness, meekness, and patience, forbearance one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. As the Lord has forgiven you, 
so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another in all wisdom. And as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Wives, be subject to your husbands, as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. Slaves, obey in everything those who are your earthly masters, not with eye service as men-pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing the Lord. Whatever your task, work heartily as serving the Lord and not men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward, and you are serving the Lord Christ, for the wrongdoer will be paid back for the wrong he has done. And there is no partiality. Masters, give your bondservants what is just and fair, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. Continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. Meanwhile, praying also for us that God would open to us a door for the word to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am also in chains, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Walk in wisdom towards those who are outside, redeeming the time. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one Tychicus, a beloved brother, faithful minister, and a fellow servant of the Lord, will tell you all the news about me. I am sending him to you for this very purpose, that he may know your circumstances and comfort your hearts. With Onesimus, a faithful and beloved brother, who is one of you, they will make known to you all things that are happening here. Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, greets you with Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, about whom you have received instructions. If he comes to you, welcome him. And Jesus, who is also called Justice, these are my only fellow workers for the kingdom of God who are of the circumcision. They have proven to be a comfort to me. Rapaphras who is one of you, a bondservant of Christ, greets you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers, that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. And I bear him witness that he has a great zeal for you, and those who are in Laodicea and those in Hierapolis. Luke, the beloved physician, and Demas greet you. Greet the brethren who are in Laodicea and Nymphos, and the church that is in his house. Now when this epistle is read among you, 
see that it is read also in the church of Laodiceans, and that you likewise read the epistle from Laodicea. And say to Aricopus, Take heed to the ministry which you have received in the Lord, that you may fulfill it. This salutation by my own hand, Paul. Remember my chains. Grace be with you. Amen. So this week, uh, activity-wise, with Thanksgiving holiday, there will be no uh, Wednesday meeting, doesn't look like. Um, So uh, enjoy time with your families and friends for Thanksgiving, and we'll resume uh, December the 7th will be the next Prophecy Bible Study on Wednesday. And as a reminder, too, with the holiday, we will not have a Matthew meal uh, in November. So no last uh, fourth Sunday or uh, for Matthew meal. It will be December the 4th will be Matthew meal. So change your calendars if you've got it on every fourth Sunday. <laughs> so it'll be in December, and then that'll be the uh, celebration for November and December together that we combine there. So, And then there will be a men's meeting on December the 2nd um, for the men, 630. And finally, just wanted to say thank you to those that were able to come out yesterday and uh, do some work around the property here. We got a lot accomplished with some door locks and uh, uh, weeding and so forth. So hopefully you saw a little bit of improvement when you came in today. Uh, But uh, thank you for that. And now we'll have our last uh, songs. And then the offering you can give in the box on the back table or mail it in or give online. Thank you. Bruce is too humble to say so, but yesterday when he was weeding, he made the ultimate sacrifice and uh, cut his hand. We have three more songs to end with. We we wanted to start early. You remember Jeff in your prayers? He is um, undergoing... um, kidney dialysis. He couldn't do it for the holiday, so he had to have something today. Continue to pray for him. He is hoping to be able to get a kidney transplant, and he is trying to get on the list for some of those things, so we're hoping that God grants him that as well. We have four songs left? Wow. (laughs) Are you sure? I have blessed assurance. Let's see. Come now found an amazing... We do have four. Wow. I tell you what, I'll let you sit for two, and then we'll stand for the last two. I don't want to get you wore out. So the first song is Blessed Assurance, Jesus is Mine. That's all Again, all these songs are about uh, thanksgiving and things you could be thankful for. The fact that um, God didn't just save us and leave us on our own power. He gave us his Holy Spirit to actually come live in us and give us the ability to live for him. So blessed assurance, Jesus is mine, heirs of salvation. Mm-hmm. 
to the Holy One. He's given Jesus Christ his Son. And now let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Because of what the Lord has done for us. And 
this song, this hymn too, because it recognizes that my heart is prone to wander. I'm not always a grateful person. I'm not always a thankful person. I'm not always ready to jump up and serve Jesus the way I'm supposed to. The last verse says, should be our prayer. Here's my heart, God. I want you to put a tether around it and hold it to you like a fetter to bind me to you because I am prone to wander. So seal my heart for you. Come thou fount of every blessing to my heart to sing thy grace Streams of mercy never ceasing Call for songs of loudest praise Teach me some melodious sonnet Sung by dreaming tongues above Praise His name, I'm fixed upon it Name of God's redeeming love here I raise mine Ebenezer, hither by thy help I'm come. And I hope by thy good pleasure safely to arrive at home. Jesus sought me when a stranger, wandering from the fold of God, be to rescue me from danger, interposed his precious blood. Oh, to grace, how great a debtor, daily I'm constrained to be. Let thy goodness, like a letter, find my wandering heart to thee. Come to wonder, Lord. 
most thankful for above mm. everything else is the grace of God that when we were enemies, when we were spitting at him, when we were shaking our fist in his face, he was loving us. When he knew I would do that from eternity past, he still sent his son Jesus Christ to die for me. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost but now I'm found. I was blind, and now I see. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found. Was blind, but now I see. T'was grace that taught my heart to fear. And grace my fears relieved How precious did that grace appear The hour I first believed Through many dangers, toils and snares I have already come Tis grace that brought me safe thus far And grace will lead me home When we've been there ten thousand years Bright shining as the sun With no less days To sing God's praise Than when we first begun dismissed let's pray father we do praise you for that amazing grace mm -hmm. uh, this is a week more than any other our whole nation is set aside to thankfulness mm -hmm. 
And I just pray that you'll make our hearts more and more thankful for to you for all you've given us, for all that you've blessed us with. And may we share that with our family this Thursday as we meet together to be thankful, thankful, thankful. In Christ's name, amen. Amen.